welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are new, I want to let you know that our intention is to help inspire you to empower you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's radiant health, loving relationships, prosperity, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you are a highly sensitive soul, you've come to the right place as well. I have a free gift for you. It's called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, positivity, and personal power. Lots of peace there. <laughs> So you can create the life of your dreams and uh, and fulfill your purpose. Uh, and you can get that at sensitivesoulguide.com. And I think we could uh, all probably use a little bit more peace and positivity these days. So I think even if you don't self-identify as a sensitive soul, you know, get the free gift anyway. See if it, see if it resonates with you. So again, it's sensitivesoulguide.com. Now, today is the first of Monday of this month of May, 2020, and with me is my colleague, Dr. Dennis Loebstein, and we have been doing these shows, gosh, for probably seven years now, every first Monday of the month, and it's the Ask the LifeWave Doctor show. So in this show, what we're doing is we're taking a topic, uh, various different symptoms people have written in or are interested in knowing um, how they can use phototherapy patches, the LifeWave phototherapy patches, uh, in acupuncture points and protocols to help alleviate a particular symptom or constellation of symptoms. And Dr. Dennis is an expert in Asian medicine, so that's why he is here <laughs> to share with us his wisdom on how that all works, how the energy plays out in our bodies and how we can use these phototherapy patches to place them on specific acupuncture points with specific intentions so we can have a healthier experience. Um, so today, we're actually going to be doing part two of our uh, symptom of hair thinning. So how do you get thicker hair uh, using the principles of Asian medicine and using phototherapy, especially one of the newest kids on the block, phototherapy is called X39, which is our stem cell patch. And uh, that is uh, just uh, in, in case you're brand new to the show, just to let you know that Dr. Dennis and I have been working uh, with this company for, gosh, probably about 15 years each and uh, really love their products. We became distributors because we loved it so much. So we are doing the show so that people from all around the world can call in to get some help on how to do patching. So even if you aren't uh, having problems with hair thinning, but you want some help to, you know, whatever symptom you're dealing with, a uh, health symptom, uh, now is the time to call in. And the number is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. And I see there's some people with their hand up already. So 818-514-1190 and hit one. And it doesn't matter what the symptom is uh, that you discuss. Um, we'll be uh, muting you a little bit later in the show after we do some of our main topic today, which is hair thinning. And we look forward to your questions. Welcome, Dr. Dennis. Well, hi, Dr. Karen, and hello, everybody. Glad to be back with you all. Yeah, great to, great to hear your voice and that you're back with us. And uh, I know last month we interrupted our part two of hair thinning so we could present uh, – some uh, really, really great information. Thank you so much on, on the immune system and the way chi field and, and how we can, yeah, how we can um, use our tools uh, to support uh, the balance 
of our immune system and our health during this whole coronavirus pandemic um, time of space where we are right now as of this recording in, in early 2020. So if you missed that and you're listening in today and you missed that, check out um, last month's show, first Monday of the month show on that. And you can also find the archive of the show on my blog, which is patchtrainingteam.com. And just go to the blog and you can search right in there for immune system and you should find it. Uh, so, Dr. Dennis, we, we kind of started with hair thinning, and we uh, got to some depth uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, so I guess we're going to you know, continue, maybe review a little bit, uh, and then continue where we left off. Okay, cool. So um, last time we started out with a story about the black-haired Mr. Wu, or Husha Wu, which is uh, the, the uh, fleece flower, or the uh, Foti root that was um, discovered and a story made out of by a guy that was aging and fell asleep and discovered it and started taking this vine and and root in a tea form and noticed over time that his balding and his uh, graying hair was starting to, his hair was coming back and his hair was starting to get more dark and this is a um, a concept I brought up because it illustrates how the kidney energy and the liver blood can be tonified with energy that boosts or supports fertility and longevity and so specifically what I'm talking about is the head hair is an expression of the kidney cheese external bloom. So the state of the head hair is reflecting the bloom or the flower of the kidney. And it works with and is nourished by the liver blood. So basically we're looking at tonifying the kidney energy and the liver blood and that's not just for head hair, that also helps with fertility and longevity. So nice. that's the basic premise we're working with. And since it's a fertility concept, uh, we talked about the Tiangui. And the Tiangui is um, a fertility concept, as I said, which is an expression of the kidney chi. And it, it works in concert with the kidney jing in the Chong channel. Now, jing is essence. It's a combination of both yin and yang. And it's more basic or solid than, than either one. And in the Chong channel, which associates with the uterus and the prostate, there's, um, there's energy that starts waning as we grow older. And this energy is called the Tiangui. And Tian means heavenly. And Gui is a water concept, mostly with the idea of yin in mind. 
So we're talking about heavenly water, and that means the sex hormones and substance that promote growth. So in other words, gonadotropins, if we looked at it from a Western perspective. So the Tiangue is roughly equivalent to what we know now as the gonadotropins. And Tiangue Shui is the fluid that that comes from the energy in, that the gonadotropins induce, and and that's mostly seminal and menstrual fluids. So um, those become exhausted over time, and, along with the head hair. So while we're dealing with energy of the head hair, we're also dealing with energy of fertility and the gonadotropins and, and libido. So what I had in mind to do is go through a number of important points that contribute to the external bloom of the kidney energy and nourishing the liver blood, and then talk about some protocols that I developed where I put those points together, but I also want to touch on some properties of uh, select number of patches because they contribute to how these points will be activated in the combination, like triangles and pyramids and Merkaba. So um, we're talking about geometric archetypes. And, of course, everybody knows I love the geometric archetype of triangle. So um, you'll see more why as we go on. Yeah. Okay. So these points I'm going to talk about, I just want to remind everybody that they can find more detailed descriptions of point locations if I don't mention them at yinyonghouse.com. And you may, Dr. Karen, you may have some other locations that you'd like people to look at to find point locations. So you can add that in there too. I'll put that right in the blog. I'm going to write a blog, everyone. It's going to be on patchtrainingteam.com approximately uh, 15 to 30 minutes after the call ends. I'll be putting this up, and so if you're furiously taking notes, you don't really have to, because <laughs> I'll take notes for you, and I'll put the link right there in the blog for the yinyanghouse.com. Okay, cool. So we're talking about points that contribute to longevity and tonify longevity and tonify the kidney chi and have anti-aging effect. So... The two main ones that we talked about last time in March were um, the Yuan source points for the kidney and the liver. And the, the reason we're talking about source points as being so important for this is that we're, we're looking at what's called ministerial fire that has its root in the five zongs. The, the zong are the solid organs in five-element uh, medicine, and they power the activity of the body. And 
this this uh, the the five song just as a reminder to everybody, and you you all probably know this already if you've listened to us before, include the kidney and the liver and the heart and the spleen and the lung. Those are the five zong organs, which are yin organs. The zong are the solid yin organs. And the ministerial fire is rooted in those five zong. Now, the reason I brought up the five zong idea is that the spiritual pivot or the ling shi, which is half of the Wang Di Neijing or the Yellow Emperor's classic or canon of internal medicine says that when the Zong are diseased, use the source points. So if we have deficiencies of our kidney chi or our liver chi or blood, then we go to the source points. So kidney three is a yuan source point for the kidney. And what kidney three does is nourish the kidney yin and tonify the kidney yang. So because it's dealing with both yin and yang, it's also tonifying essence or jing. Mm -hmm. Tonifies means strengthen, right, Dr. Dennis? It it means uh, putting energy in or making it stronger. Which is uh, the opposite of a deficiency. So if somebody has a deficiency or what some textbooks call a vacuity, they're missing energy and their energy is imbalanced. And you need to tonify that energy in order to bring it up to normal. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the opposite so you said of it when, when right? uh Yeah, because that's... Uh, um... Yeah, so so we've been using the word tonify a lot, so I just want to make pe- make sure people understand what you mean or what we mean by the word tonify. It means bring it up to par. Mm-hmm. So if it's if low, it's bring sufficient. it up. Yeah. Yes. Now, you, you do not want to tonify an excess. An excess is when there's too much energy. And <clears throat> there can be a, a false excess, like... Um, if there's a yin deficiency, then the yin is below par and the yang is normal level, but because the yang appears to be more energy than the yin, then you get more yang symptoms. It's, it's like yang is energy is heat and um, irritability and it um, can interfere with sleep. For example, say there's a kidney yin deficiency, then the kidney yang will appear to be in excess, and it, it's not really in excess. It's just that the yang is normal, but there's no yin to anchor it, or there's not enough yin to anchor it, and so. It causes irritability and and heat and sweating when you're trying to sleep at night, and that interferes with sleep. So the idea there is pretty common in uh, menopausal women. Yes. So the idea there is to tonify the yin, 
So it anchors the yang, and the yang doesn't float around all over the place, creating irritability and, and what appears to be excess heat, but it's false heat. It's really normal heat that's not being anchored. It's like relative heat, relative the, to the to the deficient yin. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. And by the way, how do you spell? I know how to spell Xian Gui, but how do you spell the Shui part? S H U I. S H U I. Okay, got it. <laughs> Thank you. Sure, Xian Gui Okay, so um, back to kidney three. Uh, the reason we're using kidney three is because the spiritual pivot says if there's um, a disease of the zong, then we use a source point. And so kidney three is a source point for the kidneys, and our, our principle is to attempt to tonify the deficient kidney chi. Okay, so... Let's look at liver three now. Liver three is the yuan source point for the liver because our objective is to nourish the liver blood. And we want to use the uh, source point to do that. The liver channel is not only circumscribing the genital area, but it also ascends in an internal channel to the vertex of the head. So it actually goes up internally to the head. So um, we talked about last time how to tonify the kidney, chi, and the liver blood. And that is use um, right liver three with an X39 or an Olivita patch and use left kidney three with an SP6 or a tan ice wave or a carnosine patch. So I, I think that's pretty much as far as we got last time. Uh, yep. Okay. Okay. So uh, I want to lay out some other important points that uh, tonify ministerial fire and um, also properties of the patches and then integrate them in the the protocols. So uh, what I consider one of the next most important points is the life gate or the main man, which is GV4. Now that's located right below lumbar vertebra two. And it's the main point for tonifying the ministerial fire of the kidneys. And it's called the palace of, of essence or the place where a lot of jing sits and we can tonify the jing there. The life gate or GV4 has an effect on the yang chi and ascends the jing to the brain. Now that's an important concept, ascending the jing to the brain because this essence is the foundation of the kidney ching that's in the Tian Gui that I talked about a little bit earlier. So this okay, is more- now this ministerial fire 
is in contrast to sovereign fire of the heart. So we've got two important yin zong organs, the kidney and the heart, that have fire in them. And we don't often think of kidney as having fire, but it does have its own fire. It's more of a yin fire. And it's it's similar to the energy that you see if uh, you're hiking in Yosemite and you you hike across that big waterfall they have at the top of the trails and you see the water that's very active and going over the waterfall and it's spiking up in the air. And if you squint your eyes a little bit, you notice that the energy of that water looks like the flames in, in a fire pit or in a fireplace that's really going. Like before they closed Disneyland, the California Adventure Hotel has this big fireplace and you can see the fire in the fireplace making the same kind of motions as the the water activity or energy in the waterfall. I never really so thought about both, that. That's that kind of interesting. Yeah, they're both they're both active energy and have fire like energy. Only the one in the water is more like ministerial energy and the one in the fire is more like the heart energy. So that that's the the best metaphor or way to contrast that I know of the ministerial fire versus a sovereign fire. So the ministerial fire of the kidney versus a sovereign fire of the heart. Now those fires are very interesting because when we talk about mental imbalances or psychological problems or shen disturbances there is a fire-water disharmony or a heart-kidney disharmony behind that. So that means that there's a disharmony between the ministerial fire and the sovereign fire when there is a psychological problem. Is there another reason we would have that uh, disharmony besides the psychological problem? Well, yeah, an imbalance in the zong of the heart and the kidney energies. So what what we know as psychological problems create disturbances or imbalances in the energy that's rooted in the in the yin organs of the zong. Okay. All right. So GV4 is an important point because of the um, tonification of the jinn through the life gate and it's um, powering the activity of the body in specifically in ascending jinn to the brain. Okay. Um, Another point that is really good for tonifying jing and kidney energy is a gate of origin known as CV4. And we often use CV4 with traditional Chinese medicine just to tonify the yang, but it actually restores the um, 
the collapse of kidney energy if there's kidney deficiency. So it tonifies the kidney and nourishes the kidneys at the same time. And it also tonifies what's called the day chi, D-E-Q-I, the day chi. Say that again? D-E-I? Day chi, D-E-Q-I. Oh, Q-I, okay. D-E is day. The, the, uh, that's original chi. And it tonifies the day chi, and that contributes to the essence of the jing and the five zong, or the yin organs. Okay, at this point, I, I can feel some people grabbing their heads and going, too much information, I'm running out of the room. <laughs> like, just tell me where to patch. I'll just do anything. Just tell me where to patch. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we'll we'll do that as soon as we run through the points here. Okay, so that that's enough on CV4. Um, <clears throat> I like CV8. That's known as a spirit gate. It warms the yang, and it also rescues the collapse of the yang. And it's it's used in five element medicine, especially to restore shen or spirit. Now, the CV8 is actually the belly button or the umbilicus, and we, it's contraindicated to acupuncture, but when we do five-element medicine, we fill it with salt and then stack some moxa on top of the salt and burn the moxa. And the moxa is an herb, a mugwort, that actually has energy that enters all 12 channels. And it revives collapsed yang and tonifies shen. Shen is um, the, uh, the spirit of the heart, and it's reflected in the eyes. And you can see that in the patient's eyes. The Shen is restored when you do that. It's kind of like that, that dull eye, then sparkly eyes. I call, I call them sparkly eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of when someone's really, like, alive, you know? Like, I see people that look young like maybe physically look young, but when I look in their eyes, it's kind of got this dull look to it. And you're like, where is that person? Like, where is the, where's the vitality in that person? So, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like they look like zombies because their eyes are dull and don't have any life. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you ever encounter a zombie, fill their be- belly buttons with salt and Burn some moss on them. <laughs> yes, that's right. Just cut their heads off. Just try to help them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, okay. We're what? I'm sorry. I missed that. Oh, pacifists. We want to we wanna help right. and heal everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's why we fill them with salt and burn moss instead of shoot them. That's right. <laughs> okay, so um Oh, you said something about uh, warming. Can you say that again about conception vessel 8? I missed typing that uh you said it yeah. rescues the collapse of the yang, but right before that, did you say it naturally warms something? It warms the yang. Yes. Okay, it warms the yang. Okay. 
So what what happens if someone? Okay, I'm I'm being <clears throat> talking about myself now. Um, that from time to time I'll have a cold, like like uh, meridian. So or dima. So I'll have a, a cold belly button, that area. Now one could argue, well, that's because that's where all the fat is, but you know. <laughs> But over that area, sometimes it'll just be cold, like a like a pancake of cold right over that area. So what does that mean? No, what does that mean? <laughs> well, uh, you could have your energy somewhere else. You're healthy and and active. Uh, your your energy is moving out of your dantian, and it's circulating. You probably have it stored in your um, conception vessel and um governing vessel or your your um your ren and your dew and uh that's where a lot of excess energy is stored so that that could account for why it's cold there if it's not in your tantian now if the okay the cold it, area yeah that's interesting about- you said that because I may, have, may i may have to explain it again because <laughs> Because uh, lately when I've been doing self-healing work, you know, and then doing like yeah. intuitive testing, what needs to, I'm getting for myself personally and, and maybe some other of these highly sensitive people are similar because I have an alien soul as well as an angelic soul in a human body, um, is that uh-huh. Dan Tien is asking to be evolved almost every day. Like when I do healing work, I'm like, what? Okay, what can I heal with my water, with my fascia, with whatever? And the Dantian lately, this past week, has been saying, "Me too, please evolve me." So it seems like there's there's new positive morphic fields. Sorry, we're getting into morphic fields here, but um, like new blueprints for the Dantian. Like, and then sometimes we'll have excess energy in the channels. Like I was going through this weird lip thing I might have mentioned last time. Um, where the, um, where is it, governing vessel 24 or something, you know, where there was like, there was like so much energy locked in there, it was literally causing this weird chap thing in my lip. And so what I did was I asked the, I commanded the the excess energy of Dantian, and then that made it a lot better. Right, right. Yeah, so there's something about that, so... Yeah, you're moving it around but, other places, and you're using it. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> when you're helping other people heal, and so what I'd suggest, instead of draining the energy out of your dantian and depleting yourself, is to channel it from well, the tower. Well, no, Dao I'm putting from, the energy there. I'm putting the energy, excess energy, in the dantian for storage because it, it's not doing very well in the channels. The channels are overly, like sometimes overly uh, full. Like yesterday, I started getting a headache. I was watching this alien movie, and um, and it's a documentary. But <laughs> I started my pineal gland. I, I know those headaches. My pineal gland started up, and it was like when I measured it, the energetic blueprint was fine, the, the physical gland was fine, but what it was was there was a lot of energy being like around the pineal. It made the pineal feel like it was too big. So I had to divert yeah. it to the Dantian, and then the headache started going away. So that's that's what well, I do on as, a daily basis. Some of this weird stuff. As your fault <laughs> as a, a healer, uh, you you um, moved your Kundalini up and um, vacated that that Dantian area, and it's moving like up your spine and in your brain, and 
all around your body where you're describing your, there's heat and energy and it's not seated or grounded in the dungeon anymore. And uh, you're, you're connecting with source through the pineal and, and uh, that's why your brain's hot or what you're describing there. And uh, yeah, too much yeah, energy in the head. Right. Use more grounding, especially kidney one, to get that energy back into your tantian so you can be normal the rest of the time when you're not doing Tolpicon. Well, in this case, I was just watching the movie, but yeah. <laughs> Aliens were like, woo, this is how we communicate with you. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just watching this movie right now. Just don't talk to me right now. I'm just watching the movie. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting how the belly button area gets cold sometimes. But uh, when it does, I'm going to try that. I'm going to actually have it like settle in lower into the Dantian area, the energy. Yeah, that, that's interesting. It reminds me of one of my classmates when I was um, studying Asian medicine. And her, um, her nickname was Slap Your Belly. You know, like uh-huh. take take your palms and slap the sides of your Yeah, yeah. Of your I like doing that. Belt. Yeah, and that'll help warm it up. Yeah. And you can think like slapping it as that you're moving chi from your lao gong, which is pericardium eight, which is the center of the palm where you emit chi to help people heal. You slap your belly with that. And one thing that can help with that is if you rub your palms together. And this c- comes from uh, Fire Dragon Qigong. You rub your palms together and make and cup them, and you hear that like, sound. Yeah. So that cupping is over the belly or over or clapping. No, you, you cup first to pull the chi out of the lao gong, and then when yeah. the heat is in your palms, then you slap your belly and you put it in your belly. Okay, great. But you slap the belly in a cupped format. Yeah, you? right. Okay, so well, not a flat no, palm; it's, it's more cup. like a cup palm. No, you can cup. You can you can slap with the fat with the flat palm, but oh, the okay. cupping is to the cupping is to when you put your palms together, you create the cup with your palms, and then that sucks the chi out of the lao gong. Oh, okay, got it. You know, like when we were kids, we used to put the cupped hand under our armpits and, and make the same kind of sound. Okay, got it. <laughs> like a, a, a pucking okay. or sucking. And I, I think okay. you can hear so, it. But really, when we're rubbing our palms, because I think everyone's doing this right now. So when we're rubbing our yeah. palms, we're not making a uh-huh. cupping. We're not making, are no, we making you, a cupping you, formation then? No, you make, you make the cupping while you're rubbing your palms. So you rub your palms and you create the cup with your palms. And then the cup okay. pulls pulls on your pericardium eight. Okay, got it. Okay. And then once the cheese pulled out of your palms, then you slap your belly okay. with your warm hands. Okay. Little little uh, insight from Fire Dragon Qigong there. Nice. Well, yeah. Dr. Dennis, you gotta you gotta do some YouTube videos for us. Just you know, uh, like two minute videos, right? Just two minute videos, just teaching us one 
not 10, but one <laughs> exercise in Qigong and what it's good for. Right. That would be so cool. We would love that. We would follow you on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. one, of my, one of my favorite ones is from Monkey Shen Gong that my sister and I developed in our clinic where you put your palms together and and you um, extend your index fingers past each other and then you rotate your palms and then you have your index fingers moving back and forth and you move, you put that on top of your Tai Chi pole and wiggle back and forth. And that raises Yang Chi and opens up the uh, top of the Tai Chi pole and uh, it, since it's raising yang chi and tonifying yang, it relieves depression. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah, you, you guys, well, maybe you can get Heidi to do it if you don't want to do it. So we'll, we'll <laughs> tell her we're going we'll, to follow her on YouTube, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so I got this down now, it's conception vessel eight. So just to review uh, the important points that were, were mentioned today um, is kidney three, liver three. So we have one protocol here that Dr. Dennis mentioned about uh, putting the, um, uh, the, on the right, uh, liver three with either Alavita or X39, and on the left using kidney three with either SP6 complete, carnosine, or a tan ice wave patch. Um, I know a lot of people don't want to just use a tan ice wave patch, but um, theoretically you could use, you know, the white on liver three if you want. But the Alavita and X39 are going to be stronger for the head hair uh, issue. And then now we just went over what the purposes of governing vessel four on the back of you and conception vessel four on the front of you is for. So now we're going to get into how we're going to patch those things. Yeah, well, there are a few more points I want to talk about, too, that will also contribute. Okay. So um, I like kidney six also and kidney seven and kidney nine. So on kidney six, kidney six I like because it's a master point of the motility vessel or the yin chow mai. Um, chow means motility, mai is vessel. And... <clears throat> One of the indications for using the yin mai is to treat infertility. And um, the, the channel travels among other channels through, from the kidney six into the bladder and goes over the head and into the brain via bladder one, which is in the inner campus of the eye. The, or the inner corner of the eye. So um, kidney six is a master point for this motility vessel for treating infertility, and so that's why I like using it for this. Uh, there's a confluent point that synergistically works with kidney six, and that's lung seven. So if you use a combination of kidney six and lung seven together, they enhance each other's effects. Specifically, if you're using lung seven to deal with a sore throat or excess heat in the throat, if you combine it with kidney six, it's going to enhance the effects of lung seven. And by the same token, if you're using kidney six, you can also use lung seven to enhance the effects of kidney six. Cool. 
<laughs> okay, so <clears throat> um, another point is kidney seven, and that's a metal point. And if you look at a five element chart, you see that kidney seven is the metal point in the water. And I like it because if people are excess on the metal side, which is the the inside, and they're deficient in the water side, which leads into wood, because water is the mother for wood, and wood is young rising on that side of the circle, if you look at a five-element circle or turtle, then we're talking about yang on on the water side and yang rising as you get into liver. So if the yang is deficient, you can go to the metal point in the water, which is kidney seven, and pull the energy from the inside to the yang side, from the metal into the water. Now, that that kind of difference where the inside has excess energy, which you can feel in the pulses of the lung and, and the spleen, and they're deficient in the water side, which you feel in weak pulses on their kidney and their liver, that's called a husband-wife block. So you can resolve that husband-wife block and pull the energy from the lung to the kidney and rebalance the yang and get the yang up to par by using kidney seven. That's interesting. Also, I, so you're saying if that's the energy is excess in the metal of lung and spleen, right? Then we can divert that energy to the kidney liver through this point. That's right. Or, or if the water is deficient. If the kidney is deficient, you can pull the energy from the lung over to the kidney. Is that hard on the lung and spleen then to do that? Not if the energy is flowing real well. Like if the spleen is doing well and and we're talking about excess on that side and deficiency in the other side. So in that case, no. Right. Got it. Okay. So, um, It, it tonifies the lumbar area, which includes the life gate, and and it's described in the text as returning true yang within the primordial yin. So if you return the true yang within the primordial yin, you're rebalancing the energy, and that's through kidney seven and the head hair will start coming back. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I also like kidney nine because it resets the yin. And you you remember our old computers that used to be big um, cathode ray tubes? And- um, Not that, I don't remember that. 
<laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> you must be younger than me. Just a little. <laughs> All right. I'm laughing, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, so, anyway, these old cathode ray tubes developed um, fuzz in them or uh, like snow that looked all like the, the TV screen had lots of zits. And the, it needed a degaussing or a, a, a resetting of the magnetic field around the cathode ray tube. And that's exactly what kidney nine does. It resets the yin, which is similar to a, a degaussing reset in the magnetic field. It moves chi and blood, and it reprograms the constitutional or yin imbalances of the chi and the blood. So I like kidney nine in general for doing that, but specifically also because it's on the kidney channel and can help with the hair. And it also is indicated for treating mania and madness and and also psychological pain in the heart. And remember, we're talking about uh, kidney heart imbalances, creating psychological problems. One of those is psychological pain in the heart, and that can be addressed with kidney nine. Okay. Um, the back shoe point for the kidneys, which is bladder 23, we often talk about that in LifeWave. To tonify the kidneys is bladder 23, the back shoe point for the kidneys. It's bilateral to the <clears throat> to the Mingman or GV4, and it tonifies the kidney, Qi, and the Yang, and the Jing of the kidney. And it also tonifies all Zong deficiency, which means exhaustion. So if somebody's exhausted, bladder 23 will help. And a depletion of the kidney chi leading to exhaustion is reflected in losing hair. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so we're talking about like long-term exhaustion, not just temporary. Okay, another great point. Like chronic fatigue or something. Yeah, exactly, chronic fatigue. And while we're As talking about to chronic fatigue. you hike fatigue, today and you're tired, <laughs> which is different. Yeah, you must have crossed your wires again because your volume's down. Oh, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's better. Okay, yep. Okay, so. Thank you. Yeah, another point for uh chronic fatigue, like um, adrenal deficiency, which we would call in Western medicine, is uh, to use the kidney storehouse or kidney 27. That's that's for tapping into energy reserves. Mm. So uh, it um, helps with burnout. And if we use yeah, uh, kidney point. 27, yeah, if you use kidney 27 together with 
bladder 23, you're doing a double whammy on treating Zong deficiency or exhaustion. A lot of people suffer from that today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a few more points here before we get into patch properties and protocols. Uh, GV20, that's uh, at the top of the Tai Chi pole. And I mention it because it's known for nourishing marrow. And it can be used for both sedating yang and also for raising the yang. So it both sedates and raises yang at the same time. Wow. When you raise the yang, go ahead. No, I said that's uh, cool. <laughs> I know in acupuncture we would just aim the needle a different direction, but I'm not sure how you'd do that with patches. Intention. Intention. Got it. So if you want to send chi from the Tao down the um, Tai Chi pole, then you would intend it to go that direction. If you wanted to drain or sedate excess yang out of the body, you would uh, send it from the Tai Chi pole into the Tao. Right. Now, that's something you in particular may want to be careful with. There are people that practice what you're doing. If you've you got a lot of chi in your head, you don't want to drain it all to source. But you can do it to a small degree to get rid of like a headache. Like if there's excess yang in the head. Yeah, so if there's excess yang in the head, we can make the intention to uh, bring it down to the Dantian? Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> That's a really good place to put it. Okay. And it doesn't just sit there in the Dantian, it circulates. Chi is, is mobile and it circulates, so it's not just sitting there. It'll circulate. Yeah, thank you for that reminder. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. So it, okay, it but circulates. You said, be careful. Why did you say be careful? I know why, but I just want to explain it to other people. Why Why would you want to be careful about sending energy downwards? No, upward. Out. Oh, oh, oh okay. Be careful of sending it upwards. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Now, you do that in a measured way. You do it in a measured way with your intention and through your palms or how, however you're extending your thoughts when you're helping somebody heal, but that's in a measured way. It's not just continual drainage. What I caution about was continual drainage with, the, with no stop to the intention of sedating the yang out of the head. Right. Can we not just make the intention, say we put, say, an eon patch or something at the top of the head, can't we just say, uh, make the intention, please balance, you know, balance yeah. the energy? Yeah, of course. Channels, instead of telling it to go up or down, just say balance. Much better approach. Good idea. Okay. So this this point we talked about before, it. By raising the Anchi, lower depression. And it also has an interesting property of pulling the yang up when there's crowning. Like if a woman is giving birth, 
and <clears throat> you don't have the proper care situation yet with her giving birth and you want to prevent or delay the crowning for a little while, you can also stimulate the top of the Tai Chi pole and pull the Yang Chi up to delay the birth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was picturing myself, you know, in a bus somewhere, you know, somebody's giving birth. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, stimulate the top of that head, you know. Anyway, but. <laughs> yeah, wait till the, the, uh, the doulas get on board the bus or whatever. Yeah, that'd be good. Although I love delivering babies, so, you know, usually in this day and age, uh, most uh, women uh, who are not in, uh, you know, tribes and stuff like that have difficulty getting to that part, right, where the delivery's coming as opposed to the other way around. So I probably wouldn't necessarily stop the delivery. I would just deliver the baby. Right. Yeah, well, you have the skills to do that, and most people don't. Well, babies kind of deliver themselves, you know, going that quickly, usually. Usually, I'm not telling people how to deliver babies here, okay? We're not talking about that in the show, but... (laughs) But just so you know, you could, you know, stimulate someone's top of their head if you're, like, rushing to the hospital and not, you know, trying not to have this baby deliver in the ta- in the cab or something. Yeah, like, just touch the top of the Tai Chi pole, rub back and forth, and that might be the edge you need to delay until you get the skilled help. Yep. Cool. Or the support. Uh, by the way, we are going to go to questions so if you have a question for Dr. Dennis or myself on anything, not necessarily to uh, related to hair thinning, um, but related to patching, call in at 818-514-1190. Hit one so your hand's up. You can also put that in the chat as well, your question. It's area code five, uh, sorry, area code 818-514-1190. And um, put your hand up, and then we can answer your questions about patching and then maybe even give you a personalized protocol if that is what you would like. Okay, we can continue. Okay, a few more points and then hit on the patches and then the questions and then protocols. And we only have half an hour, I guess. So I'll keep flapping my gums as fast as I can here. Uh, (laughs) Liberate's a good one. That's a hussy point or a water point of the liver. And um, it nourishes the blood in the yin. So that's why I'm selecting it for helping with head hair because it nourishes the the yin and the blood. Mm-hmm. Another good point is liver 14. That's a front mu or alarm point for the liver. And it's it's in the six intercostal space below the nipple line. It invigorates and moves blood. It spreads the liver chi and harmonizes the liver the liver blood. So it decreases blood stagnation and blood stagnation translates into having a bunch of clots when you're menstruating. Right. I used to have that. Yeah. Been there, done that. So that can be relieved with liver 14. All right. Zigong, um, nourishes the gonads, mostly the ovaries, and the uterus and the chong and the kidney jing. 
So we talked about how Kitty Jing and the Chong channel energy is important to head hair and also the treatment of infertility. So Zigong is an extra special point. It's three soon bilateral to CB3. Another point so I like is... Bilateral. Sorry, bilateral to CB3. Okay. Yeah. If you look in the Shanghai book, it's uh, labeled M-CA-18, special point. Okay. And how do you spell Zigong? Is with a Z? Z. Z-I-G-O-N-G. Okay, got it. <clears throat> okay, then Sanjiao 17 or Triple Burner 17. That's uh, behind the earlobe, and it gives us access to all the endocrine points on the back of the earlobe. So that's why I like using Sanjiao 17. And the, the Sanjiao channel or the Triple Burner channel is also... Uh, water channel, which means that it moves hormones around, circulates hormones. Mm, nice. So it gives us access to the endocrines and circulates hormones. Uh, another really great point we use a lot in, in LifeWave patching is Spleen 6. And Spleen 6 has all three of the leg yin meridians passing through it. So you can access all three, including liver and spleen and kidney through spleen six. So it harmonizes the liver and it tonifies the kidney, which are properties that uh, help with the head hair. And that's why we're talking about it here. It invigorates the blood and it treats infertility. It tonifies the liver and the kidney and the spleen at the same time. Okay, uh, last but not least, we have gallbladder 39. I think I talked about this in March. Gallbladder 39 is three, three inches or soon proximal to the lateral ankle, the outside of the ankle. And it's an influential point for marrow. And marrow is a... Uh, a source of both brain and bone. You know, in Western medicine, we think of marrow as just being in the bone, but in Asian medicine, marrow includes the nervous system, which is the brain and the endocrines. So we're treating weakness. We're treating weakness and bone pain and sinew pain, bone pain because of the kidney, sinew pain because of the liver, and alleviates pain of the bone and the sinews. But it's important for or indicated for the marrow. It's an influential point for marrow, and it treats weakness, which means deficiency. And the head hair, loss of head hair is um, a deficiency. So that's why gallbladder 39, it's a young aspect of wood. So it works with the liver to help with liver blood. All right, just briefly want to hit on properties of patches and, and then protocols, but 
Let, how about if I do patch properties real quick, and then we'll do questions, and then I'll go to the protocols. Um, the patch properties, yeah, let's do that first. Okay. So the, the properties I'm going to focus on are important for, for head hair. So the Olivita has the property of affecting the pineal epithalamin, and that's important for regulating the endocrine system. And there are details of why that is that I'll, I won't talk about to save time. But we've talked about that before. Uh, the wind fit is a patch we don't often talk about, but it increases testosterone and I don't think that's available and- anymore, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so let's not talk about well, stuff that isn't available. Yeah, okay, so forget Winfit. I was, I didn't realize that. All right. Um, well, another patch that will increase testosterone is the Silent Nights patch because it decreases the activity of the enzyme that converts testosterone to estrogen. So Silent Nights is good to help restore head hair uh, because of that property. Doesn't testosterone, isn't that high testosterone related to loss of hair? Yeah, it it supports increase in testosterone. So I shouldn't say it restores head hair. I should say it supports testosterone, which in turn is behind uh, the balding when testosterone gets lower as you get older. Okay. Uh, Glutathione, of course, has anti-aging effects, master antioxidant for the body. Uh, Nirvana patch increases dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that um, is also regulated by endorphins. And if you hope, if you use the supplemental seaweed pill that comes with the Nirvana patch together with the Nirvana patch, then you're also affecting the endorphins. And endorphins are an important neurotransmitter for regulating the endocrine system. So there again, we're talking about support, not not direct control and regulation. That's that's what we're following FDA regulations. Right. Right. All right. Um, X39, as we all know from recent LifeWave webinars, repairs DNA and increases stem cell proliferation. And both of those properties can help support restoration of head hair. Uh, Eon has anti-aging and anti-stress effects. And um, there's a slide that I think we published from the data Dr. Halkenwanger shared with us in 2011 when the Eon patch first came out that gives all the biochemical increases and decreases that the Eon patch uh, stimulates. So uh, I think you have that somewhere on your website. Uh, I don't know if I have that. Um... But we do know it uh, balances cortisol. I can send it to you again. Yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to post that. Oh, really? 
even though it came out in 2011? Well, it's not it's not public, right? That talk was not public. So, um Yeah, so so if it's if it's if it's on the science page, then yeah, we're allowed to publish it if it's on the science page. Which it may be, oh, maybe. I, I just don't I just don't know which picture you're talking about, so. Okay, sorry. I'm not up on all the rules. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Okay, so then um, the SP6 patch uh, decreases craving, and it works on the endorphin system, as I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, and the endorphins are neurotransmitters in the hypothalamus and regulate endocrines, so it supports uh, regulating the endocrine system. Okay, so then I have a bunch of protocols, but let's do questions first. Okay. All right, so if you have a question for Dr. Dennis or myself related to anything, any symptom, doesn't have to be hair loss, you can call in. The number is 818-514-1190 if you're, if you're uh, listening to this live. Again, it's 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Okay, so we have, and I'm going to say your area code uh, when I unmute you. So we have a caller, area code 404. Let me unmute you here. Hi there. Hello, Hi. this is Marilyn. Hi. Hi, Marilyn. Hi. So I've been using all of these patches and including stem cells since last year. But I'm, and it's kind of related to hair loss. I'm not as worried about that as more the fatigue and exhaustion. So I was looking for the patching protocol that would focus uh, more on that. And the other thing I've added this last month is using lasers on my ears so and scalp so I'm hoping you know that would maybe there's some point that would relate to that it's a little hard to <laughs> get the patches on your hair or even behind your ears so um, I use silent nights every night I use the energy enhancers on the um, spleen um, six where I get all three points and then I use bladder and kidney on the ankle and Stomach cheat, you know, I just, and then I do the um, stem cell on the Ming Man and the Aeon uh, below my belly button. So I'm probably doing too much. <laughs> do the glutathione, you know, in the evening. So, um, so again, I'm not oh, sure what wait, I'm missing. You do the glutathione every night? Point. Yeah. You're not supposed to do it every oh, night okay. on the liver uh, point? It's not that. Some, just some people, if they have fatigue and exhaustion, it's been for a really long time. Um, they're not going to be able to detox very effectively or efficiently, and that can make them more tired. So just a thought. I don't know if Do- uh-huh. you know, Dr. Dennis may have completely uh-huh. different thoughts on that, but that's just my tendency is um, I because I muscle test, right? So I can muscle test people, and what I found was their body will often say, hey, uh, tonify me first, then later I'll detox for you. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, well, I also yeah, use anyways. glutathione in transdermal cream. You know, I've been doing that for a while. But, you know, maybe uh, I could, you know, I was just doing it because I had it, and I thought, well, that's a good way to uh, detox. But, um, yeah, some, well, some people that, you know, do get, like, like, immediate benefit from detoxing. Some people get more energy. They're like, oh, my God, I love the glutathione. I put it on, I have more energy. So in their case, when they detoxify and they get, raise the antioxidant, they have more energy. But I, I'm just a little conservative on that. If, if someone's been in exhaustion for a while, you know, then I'm going to make sure that all their organs are more up to par so they don't try to force the body to detox before it's ready. 
Yeah, yeah no, I that's agree good. With I'll, yeah, I'll go back. I also work with a distance acupuncture person that has seemed to help. He he says I have deficiency on the kidney on the right side. That seems to be the yeah. major block. And and you know, I every other day or some days I am feeling better, but you know, I'm still just trying to figure out what is going to be. <laughs> you know, the most powerful for what I'm doing. So, like I said, you know, maybe there's some laser points on my ears and scalp. You know, I've only been doing that a month. I've only been doing the distance acupuncture for about six weeks, once a week. Um, You know, I'm slowly seeing some improvement, but I'm just still, you know, and and maybe it does take a while. Let's give you a protocol. Okay. I think you're on the right track, though. Okay. Yeah. I'll write this so, down for you in uh, the blog. Restate the objective of what you want to achieve. Well, more kidney yang is what I've been told, that it's kidney yang. Okay. So there's a protocol I was going to share with everybody for rescuing the yang from collapse and restore the zong. Uh, so... Um, this involves a double triangle or double pyramid, which is uh, Merkaba. So uh, that means we will have a triangle above and a triangle below, and the above will be positive, below will be negative. So we'll put positive patches above and negative patches below. <clears throat> and in the center will be the zero-point energy focus and that can be the umbilicus or CV8. So then we can put an X39 patch on CV8, the belly button. And then above, we can have eon or glutathione on either kidney 27 or lung 7. And if you're really exhausted, then I'd use kidney 27. And then below, we're using um, SP6 patch or carnosine patch on kidney 6. So we're talking bilateral. Both kidney 6 on the right and the left have either a carnosine or an SP6, or you can put the carnosine on the right and the SP6 on the left but they're both relatively negative to the ones above. And if you're using kidney six, that's why um, lung seven is synergistic with it, as I mentioned earlier, and that will help enhance the function of kidney six. So with the above, the kidney 27 or lung seven, are you talking about yes. bilateral eon and glutathione? Yes. Or you oh, can put okay. eon so on we're using eon on both sides of the body or glutathione on both sides of the body. Yes. Because above the belly button, we're going positive, and below the belly button, we're going negative. So instead of a right-left paradigm, we're doing an anterior um, or superior inferior paradigm. Okay, got it. 
<clears throat> that's so relative Dr. to Cannon, Yeah, I was just going to see if, given what we said about glutathione, if Dr. Can could muscle test for me to make sure that's okay. Um, you know, I have been doing glutathione for a long time, but, you know, could be. It's such a toxic Yeah, world getting Eon better for you for that one. Okay. Okay. Yep. How's I'll your put glutathione sleep? on brackets here. How is your sleep? Well, pretty good. I do the silent uh, night, you know, and I also take melatonin. So some nights all the way through, other nights I wake up at 2 or 3 o'clock. Um, I'm not sure why, but Dr. Can had me work on sensitivity for ascension. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's sometimes it's esoteric thing, so you know, but not not bad. I mean, you know, I am menopausal, so I do have other issues. But if I take a bunch of stuff and do the silent nights, okay. So the the reason I asked about. Your sleep is that the glutathione patch is very arousing for some people, not everybody. But if they wear oh, okay. it at night, sometimes it interferes with sleep. Oh, okay. Well, I could put it on in the morning. That's got a good suggestion. Right, if you were to use glutathione. But Dr. Karen just tested you and, and thought Eon was better for you. Oh, she did? Oh, I thought she said glutathione yeah. was better. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm glad you... Eon, yeah, better? put glutathione okay. in brackets. So if somebody else uh, looking at the protocol can do the glutathione. So you're going to put two eons on, on kidney 27, mm-hmm. I would recommend. Um, and then you're going to put an SP6 on the uh, left kidney 6 and a carnosine on the right kidney 6. Okay. So far. That's your that's your daytime protocol. <laughs> okay. And then Dr. I would add the, the nighttime um, one. The, yeah, but then I also add the stem cell on the belly. That replaces the salt in the moxa. Okay. Yeah. That might be a little easier since I don't have any moxa in today's environment. Okay. Well, I'm going to a lot faster. Moxa yeah. And you don't want to get moxa it while you're sleeping at night. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Also, uh, you you mentioned uh, that you're menopausal, and a really good combination for that, just on the side, is to put an eon patch on Sanjiao 17 behind the ear, or triple burner 17, on the the right, and then uh, put an SP6 patch on left spleen 6. Okay, so what, now, what, I got you, the triple warmer part. What was the other one that on spleen six? Just on the, the left um, or something? Well, I, I think that we should focus on her one main symptom because she's going to get all mixed up if we're doing, like, you know, SP6 on a different point. So for the exhaustion piece, I would just stick with that the protocol we just gave you. Dr. Dennis is giving oh, okay. you stuff with menopausal symptoms, so I would not do that right now because let's get the right. other stuff first. Yeah. Yeah, I was I mean, you could talk to, to Dr. Dr. Dennis for five hours and he would give you tons of amazing protocols. But <laughs> yeah, certainly you can do that. You know, you can hire Dr. Dennis, you know, have him for one on one, right? 
and and he could do this very very specifically for you and, and outline it. But for the purposes of of this show, I think that we should probably just stick to one protocol for you because you're not doing a one on one. So um, we'll have you try that first. And then, is there any point? You mentioned the point behind the ear. Is there any point for the laser that would um, supplement this protocol? We didn't cover a lot of the ear ones on this. Maybe there are endocrine points on the medial side of the earlobe, under the earlobe. So if you flip it up and laser those, oh, okay, you'll have. Okay. Um, is there a nighttime protocol for Marilyn, patch-wise? Oh, you can put silent nights on on the right um, San Jose 17 under b- below the earlobe, and that'll do the same thing as the laser on those endocrine points. And then uh, put carnosine either on left San Joe. Uh, 17 or on left kidney six. Even though we've done just did that during the day. Yeah, or or switch to um, left um, spleen six, or you can put it on your third eye. Well, I, I also like to use the triangle there too for sleeping. Like put all of it on the third eye, put the carnosine behind the left ear and and the silent knife behind the right ear. Yeah, I like that. Oh. Well, I've been That's using the, silent knife. I thought I was supposed to use it behind the left ear. Maybe I misread the instructions on the – or is this just – No, it's the right protocol? ear. It's oh, it the is right the right ear? ear? Okay. It's always the right. Okay. Yeah, in the, in the brochure, okay. it's the right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, the reason you use carnosine on the left is to balance the triangle in this case. Special, that is a special protocol, carnosine on the left. Yeah. So and I, it's I thought also it was because, go, ahead. go ahead. It's also because carnosine is relatively yin or negative patch compared to the others. Okay, and I thought Silent Nights was also by on your temple that you used it. Yeah, you can um, use you it on the temple. Okay, okay. But it's okay. never been on the left in the brochure. Okay. It's never been on the left. Okay. That's, what, that's the correction I was just sharing. Okay, so you've oh, got your well, daytime, that's, nighttime that's, protocol. We'll have you try that for a couple of weeks or, or, a week, okay. or a week. Yeah, and let us know okay. how, that, how that goes. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Marilyn. Okay, thanks. My yeah, you're I don't think I have anybody else with their uh, hands up. There's a bunch of people on the call, though. And let me just check the chat. Nope. All right. So let's uh, get to uh, some protocols. Give us uh, maybe your – I know we did some last time, so we'll do different ones this time. Okay. Um, so tonifying the kidney protocol, looking from posterior to anterior, we're um, looking at GV4. which we talked about before, um, that's the uh, main man, the life gate. And uh, you put an X39 on the life gate. And then uh, go down to 
either kidney three or kidney six on the right and put a knee on patch there or a glutathione patch. And then on the left, you put a, an SP6 patch on either kidney three or kidney six. So we have a nice triangle between the life gate and, and the master point of the motility vessel or the source point for the kidney channel, which is kidney three. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay, so that makes a really nice tonified kidney protocol because it's a triangle. That's why I think it's nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. It's, it's got it's got the energy of the archetype of a triangle, which is a portal. So we're opening up portals uh, in the quantum field by using a triangle. That's why I say it's nice. Okay, then um, we want to reset the yin. We're going to involve kidney nine. And so we, we make another triangle looking from posterior to anterior. So we would um, use the X39 on the top of the Tai Chi pole, which is GV20. And then we would use an eon or a glutathione on right kidney nine. And then on left kidney nine, we would use an SP6 patch or a carnosine patch. And then you have a nice big triangle for resetting the in. Nice. I, I talked earlier about why it's so important to reset the in because it anchors the yang. Okay. Uh, nourishing blood and yin and restoring the yang. We talked about that one already. Wow. Okay, good. So now let's talk about... So what about did you call that one? The, the one we did with Marilyn? You called it nourishing yang? Nourishing blood. Sorry. Yeah. N- well, let's see. No, the one the one with Marilyn was rescuing the Yang from collapse and restoring oh, okay. the Zong. Maybe I didn't talk about this one. This is nourishing blood. Oh, you did. That's the kidney three, liver three, right? Uh, no, but that that will no. that's a shortcut to doing the same thing. Uh, this this one is more elaborate. It, no, I didn't talk about this yet. Okay, so we're restoring the Zong root and ascending the Jing to the brain with this one. So this is also a Merkaba or a double pyramid, and um, it's positive above and negative below. So on the Life Gate or Ming Man, we would put the X39. That's our center, our zero point. Then above on San Jiao 17, we can use Alavita or glutathione or even Eon on both San Jiao 17 points above. And then below on both liver eight points, we could put either an SP6 patch or a carnosine patch. 
Got it. So. Wow, that's a really long name for this protocol. I've got I've got it written down. Dr. Dennis is nourishing blood in Zong root and ascending Jing to the brain. That's the name of this one. Okay. <laughs> is there a shorter a version one. of that? Nourish blood, restore Zong, and ascend Jing. Okay. So okay. Re-named. We talked about why it's important to restore the Zong root and why it's important to ascend Jing to the brain. So all that's uh, further in, I mean, we talked about before when we talked about points. Okay. Next. The protocol to return true yang within the primordial yin. So looking from the posterior to anterior, we can put an X39 or an Eon on the top of the Tai Chi pole, which is GV20. And then we go down to kidney seven, both sides, bilateral kidney seven. So we're actually just using two points, GV20 and kidney seven, which is bilateral. And then we put an Alavita patch on right kidney seven And on left kidney seven, we put an SP6 patch or a carnosine patch. Okay. All right. That's for returning the true yang and within the primordial yin. We talked about why that's important earlier. That's why I went through all those flapping my gums about what's important earlier. Okay, so... Last but not least, we have an increasing testosterone at night and tonify the Yang Chi protocol. Testosterone at night and increasing, sorry, and tonifying Yang Chi. Yang Chi, okay. So this is good also for women that have deficiency of Yang. And so don't worry about the idea about tonifying testosterone. All women have some testosterone, but if your yang chi is deficient, you're probably deficient in the small amount of testosterone you need anyway. So we're not going to get hairy faces is what you're saying. Correct. Okay, cool. But you may restore some of your head hair. Nice. Because we're supporting the kidney energy and tonifying yang. All right. So on this one, we're using a triangle again. And we're looking now from anterior to posterior. So in the front on the anterior, on the glabella, which is the the bump between the eyebrows, known as the third eye or the yin tongue, I would uh, put an Olivita patch there. Or you could use a Silonite's patch or a Nirvana patch. And then behind the ears, you have Sanjiao 17 on both sides. And on the right, I would use um, 
the Silent Nights, Alavita or Nirvana, whichever ones you didn't use on the third eye. And on the left, I'd use an SP6 or a Carnosine. SP6. Okay, cool. How's that for timing? That's pretty good. Wow, (laughs) that is awesome. I got some major editing to do on this blog post, but we're good. <laughs> oh, that's great. And you know what? I think for folks listening in, if you're like, wow, that's a lot of different protocols. Um, well, you know what? If you actually know divine muscle testing, like I teach, um, or any, you know, muscle testing, dousing, or whatever, you can literally, you know, douse which one of these protocols you should start with first, you know, and see. Right. Uh, because because not everyone is going to necessarily be an Asian um you know, acupuncturist or, I mean, Dr. Dennis has been very generous in giving you, like, a lot of information of what he knows in that amazing brain of his. And if you're like, well, I'm not really sure if I have this issue or this issue, you know, because you're not trained in that, what you can do is just try them all, like, try one at a time. Or you can muscle test which one would be for your highest and greatest good for the intention of restoring head hair. And then try that one, you know, uh, and see how that goes. None of these are going to be, like, harmful um, and they're all helpful so there might be one that may be more helpful for you and the body is not going to do something um, like you know unlike when you take an herb sometimes you're forcing the body to do something if that herb's wrong for you like my my dad took something from like the grocery store Chinese grocery store and had like high blood pressure and almost a heart attack because it was inappropriate for him but with patches you don't have that seriousness of of a side effect because the body just won't do it you know, if it's not for your highest and greatest good. And that's what's really great and safe about the patches. Uh, anything else to add, Dr. Dennis, before we end for today? Yeah, a real simple um, approach. If you don't want to follow all the gory details that I just outlined the last hour and a half, is to slap an Alavita patch on your third eye and, and uh, place an intent to um, grow your head hair. All right. That okay. should work too. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Third eye Alavita. So I I'll go write that down. I, and I would say, um, you know, if you're gonna do like two patches, you would do that one at night and then you could just add an X thirty nine anywhere. Um <laughs> during the day. <laughs> yeah, like life gate. Yeah, yeah, life gate. Yep. Okay. Cool. cool. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dennis, for your amazingness and, and for sharing all this wisdom. It's so interesting. Um, definitely, uh, folks, if you are like, just joined us part way, you're not really sure, you didn't listen to part one, there's definitely, uh, I'm going to put the blog post, I'm going to link it to the first one, the first show with the blog post as well. So you can actually check both posts out with the different protocols on all the different options. Um, And, yeah, and then uh, if you need more help, you can definitely, if you have a question, you can actually ask it at the Patch Training Team Facebook group. That's kind of where we do free support, or I do free support, or my my Dellen does free support. Um, And then you can also find Dr. Dennis on Facebook as well if you want to hire Dr. Dennis to do, like, a special one-on-one with you that is also available. And he is uh, one of my friends on Facebook, so if you're friends with me, uh, you can find Dr. Dennis on Facebook as well. So thanks for listening in, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Dennis, for your wisdom. I look forward to next month.
My pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Karen. Thank you, everybody, for listening to my flap and my gums. <laughs> we loved it. Thank you. Bye for now.